This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. House approves $2,000 checks sending to GOP-led Senate. Russia admits to world's third worst COVID-19 death toll. And Ohio police officer dismissed in fatal shooting of black man. It's Tuesday, December 29. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. House of Representatives voted on Monday to increase COVID-19 relief checks to $2,000, meeting Donald Trump's limelight-hugging demand for bigger payments and sending the bill to the GOP-controlled Senate, where the outcome is uncertain. Democrats led passage 275 to 134, their majority favouring additional assistance. They'd previously settled for smaller $600 payments in a compromise with Republicans over the big year-end relief bill Trump reluctantly signed into law. The vote divides Republicans, who mostly resist more spending, despite the US already leaving its citizens out in the cold. Senators are set to return to session today to consider the measure. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi declared, Republicans have a choice, vote for this legislation or vote to deny the American people the assistance she said they need during this pandemic. The showdown could end up as more symbol than substance, and the outcome is highly uncertain. Republican leaders indicated their party is split, some objecting to more spending while others are inclined to support Trump's push for checks, wary of bucking the outgoing president's demands. Representative Kevin Brady of Texas acknowledged the division and said Congress had already approved ample funds during the COVID-19 crisis. Nothing in this bill helps anybody get back to work, he said. It's unclear if Trump will have accomplished anything during the days of drama over his refusal to accept the sweeping bipartisan deal negotiated by his own administration. Americans earning up to $75,000 will qualify for the direct $600 payments, which are phased out at higher income levels, with an additional $600 payment per dependent child. Russia said on Monday that its coronavirus death toll was more than three times higher than it had previously reported, making it the country with the third largest number of fatalities. For months, the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, has boasted about Russia's low fatality rate from the virus, saying earlier this month it had done a better job at managing the pandemic than Western countries. But since early in the pandemic, some Russian experts have said the government was playing down the country's outbreak. On Monday, Russian officials admitted that was true. The Rostat Statistics Agency said the number of deaths from all causes recorded between January and November had risen by 229,700 compared with the previous year. 
More than 81% of this increase in mortality over this period is due to COVID, said the Deputy Prime Minister, meaning that more than 186,000 Russians have died from COVID-19. Russian health officials have registered more than 3 million infections since the start of the pandemic, putting the country's caseload at fourth highest in the world. But they had only reported 55,265 deaths, a much lower fatality rate than in other badly hit countries. Russia has been criticised for only listing COVID deaths where an autopsy confirms the virus was the main cause. Rostat's new figures mean that Russia now has the world's third highest COVID-19 death toll, behind the US with 333,000 and Brazil with 191,000. Russian authorities are holding out against reimposing a nationwide lockdown. While strict measures have been imposed in some big cities, authorities in many regions have limited restrictions to mask wearing in public spaces and reducing mass gatherings. But many Russians flout social distancing rules, and in recent weeks, the country's outbreak has overwhelmed poorly funded hospitals in the regions. Russia has instead pinned its hopes on corralling its outbreak by vaccinating people with its Sputnik V jab, named after the Soviet-era satellite. The state-run Gamaleya Research Center said that around 700,000 doses had so far been released for domestic use. A white Ohio police officer was fired on Monday after body cam footage showed him fatally shooting 47-year-old Andre Hill, a black man who was holding a cell phone. The police officer then refused to administer first aid for several minutes. Columbus officer Adam Coy was fired hours after a public hearing was held to determine his employment, said Columbus Public Safety Director Ned Pettus Jr. in a statement. The actions of Adam Coy do not live up to the oath of a Columbus police officer or the standards we and the community demand of our officers, the statement read. The shooting of Andre Hill is a tragedy for those who loved him, in addition to the community and our division of police. Coy remains under criminal investigation for last week's shooting. The decision came after Pettis concluded a hearing to determine whether the actions taken by Coy in the moments before and after the fatal shooting were justified. The public safety director upheld the recommendation of police chief Thomas Quinlan, who made a video statement on Christmas Eve, saying he'd seen enough to recommend Coy be terminated. Quinlan expedited the investigation and bypassed procedure to file two departmental charges alleging critical misconduct against Coy in the death of Hill. This is what accountability looks like. The evidence provided solid rationale for termination, Quinlan said, after Coy's termination on Monday afternoon. Mr Coy will now have to answer to the state investigators for the death of Andre Hill. Coy and another officer responded to a neighbour's non-emergency call after 1am on Tuesday. Police body cam footage showed Hill emerging from a garage and holding up a cell phone in his left hand seconds before he was fatally shot by Coy. Coy, a 17-year member of the force, was relieved of duty, ordered to turn in his gun and badge, and was stripped of police powers last week.
The killing of Hill at the hands of Columbus police follows the fatal shooting of Casey Goodson Jr. on December 4th by a white Franklin County Sheriff's deputy. The two back-to-back -back shootings have resulted in an outpouring of criticism from advocates and the black community in Columbus for wider and more comprehensive police reform. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.